Hello and welcome to TLDR Game Series Podcast Holiday Edition. With me today is Sean. Hi. Diana. Hey. And our good friend, Wee Todd. Hi. He's he's not small. <laughs> he's a regular sized person. He's a Wee Todd. No. He's... <laughs> I'm a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I'm a big boy. Jax agrees with you. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. And welcome to our holiday edition of our podcast. Uh, it's going to be a short podcast this week. Uh, we're only going to be talking about just a few little topics, well, maybe a skit or two, and then just let you guys enjoy the season. Uh, we're going to talk first off on our favorite games of 2017, do a little mall Santa skit for you guys, talk about the resurgence of board games, in our opinion. And close it out. It's not that too, not that long. So feel good to you guys. Sure, sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so first off, we have our favorite games of 2017. 2017 was a great year for board games. A lot of Kickstarters that came out that we're really excited about, and then we got them, and they were really fun, except for maybe one or two that we've had. Just like, oh my god, I can't believe I backed this. And then we have your your major publishers that came out with some fantastic games. But for me, I would say my number one game of this year, and some of you guys will argue with me that it came out in 2016, but Gloomhaven. I cannot speak enough praise about this game. The box, first off, being basically a 30-pound box of just miniatures, tiles, standees for your your um, monsters and there are so many different scenarios items that it just feels like it's never ending uh, for me that is my top game because no matter how many times you have played it, it I mean we're, we're nowhere near halfway done um, I've only played it once well that's because you don't like like me and don't invite me over it anymore you're literally at my house right now. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, well, that, that game's impressive. It's uh, it's gigantic. Like, I've seen the pictures. I saw the picture of the, the guy that put his literally put his baby in the box. Um, but that that doesn't do it justice. Seeing it, seeing it live is, uh, is, a, is a different sensation altogether. It's, it's, it's the biggest game I've ever seen. Was that the game y'all played when I was at my holiday party? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gloomhaven. I want to play. It's so good. Gloomhaven is a lot of fun. We've played it a few times. We've played it wrong a few times. We played it wrong very many times. Yes. Did we play it wrong when you played it over here? Probably. Yes. The, re the retaliation I found we did wrong. What was it? That was when so, like, like you attacked and they do damage back right, to you. Right. But if that... you kill it, it, you actually don't take any damage. So Brad, when we played it with him... He should never have taken damage. Oh, well, he lived anyway, so. Oh, barely. It was also uneasy. We made it harder on ourselves. <laughs> That's right. So we, we played it like easy, easy plus mode. It, it was easy plus mode, but still, he almost died. I almost died a few times. It was still easy mode, felt difficult. Yeah, all I did was heal people as the tinkerer. That's right. I thought I was going to be making way more traps, but it didn't really work out that way. Yeah, you did nothing. I healed Brad a yeah, couple you did times. <laughs> All right, Sean, what's your number one game of 2017? Oh, that's easy. Uh, that's my top game is Anachrony. It's uh, it. 
I've said it for oh, I don't know a few months now that it's by game of the year, and I have yet to play a game that changed my mind. The Gloomhaven was awesome. Um, that'd be my top five, but Anachrony is my game of the year for sure. It's I I can't say enough good things about it. If you haven't seen our um, our quick look on it, um, I definitely re recommend checking that out. Yeah, uh, I mean, when you first got it in, since day one, it's been nonstop anachrony for you. When we come over for an off night of playing games, you're like, hey, you guys want to play anachrony? Yeah, and it's really sucked because um, I had it pre-ordered through Miniature Market for, I, I don't know, three months or something. And it finally came in, and it came in at a decent time. They got it here pretty quickly. But when I got it, I... I had a duplicate punch board. I had two of the number five punch boards, and I didn't have a number four. So I had to I had, had to contact Mindclash Games, and they were great. They sent me the uh, the replacement board, and I got it in like four days, which is incredibly fast. Um, but it 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 was actually harder once I had it because I had all the stuff, but I couldn't play it because I was missing some essential parts of the game that I needed. Um, once I got it, yeah, I've I've played that game more this year than any other game yeah i think that's the, far. that's the one game you've sent me the most solo pictures of yeah saying oh look <laughs> i finally beat I the fi chronobot I finally beat the chronobot yeah it took took some tries um but it's it, it's good i like i like i like the solo mode in that game quite a bit all right diana what's your number one game of the year um i think i'm gonna have to throw this one out to the thing um and the reason why I want to choose the thing is obviously I'm a fan of party games, but this kind of brings party games to a new depth. Like it actually is. First of all, it's hard when you have a big gaming group to find a game. Usually you have to split. There, there aren't too many games that can play eight people at one time, um, much less have some depth to them. Um, so this is this is a good game that fits both needs, including everybody in the same game and being a game that actually has a story and some strategy behind it. Um, we've actually played it at a bar um, <laughs> with some not-so-sober people, which was kind of funny. Um, but we still haven't won, which just makes me want to play it more. We got so close. I know. The, well, actually, you guys got so close. The thing wins every time. Yeah. <laughs> One always gets away. What thing are you talking about? The thing. The, the thing thing. Yeah. She asked me yesterday. Um, some time last week she asked me specifically did you get the thing i'm like what are you talking about like what thing what thing right. she's like literally did you get the thing and I, I had no idea what she meant and then finally i realized i was being dumb and she meant the game called the thing <laughs> the thing if infection you, at outpost 31 right exactly if you just said infection at outpost 31 my bad. And then you wouldn't have been messing with me like you love to do so much. Well, it's easy. Yes. <laughs> All right, Todd, what's your game of the year? So while I really like Gloomhaven, I'm going to pick a game that is much smaller with a lot of strategy and tiny epic quests. The couple times we've played it, it's been a lot of fun, and I don't need a wheelbarrow to carry it around. <laughs> that is a fun game. Yeah, um, I really like the, uh, the components in that game. I like that you can put on the 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 mace or the scepter or the shield um it's it, it adds it adds just a little bit to the game that makes it more immersive i've played it twice with two different strategies and one twice so it's it's great so it passed the todd test yeah, is that what you're saying test. 
Todd only likes games if he wins them the first time he plays them. That's not entirely true, but it seems to be a, a pattern. I'm just good. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's why Todd doesn't like... Anachrony? Anachrony. I don't remember playing that. I went back in time and didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> so my game, uh, number two game of the year for me, is... It's a depressing game. There, There is no happy about it. Bro, I know where you're going with this one. This War of Mine. If you guys haven't played This War of Mine or heard of it or played the, the computer or uh, the console version, in this game you're playing as uh, survivors inside of a war zone. Now, 12 days from Sunday, this game is just going to throw everything at you. I remember the first game we played of This War of Mine, we didn't even survive night one. Did you play it wrong? No, we played it right. Uh, someone was greedy. <coughs> I wanted to loot someplace, and then I was we were dead. <laughs> but yeah, you go, you loot, you read stories uh, inside this, the book of journals, um, and these stories are just dark. But you can't stop playing because you want to know more of what's inside this book of uh, the book of journals or journals of whatever can't remember the name right now but yeah I, book of journal sounds right no you you can stop playing it's when you go and you're like oh i'm gonna try this and i'll probably win a dice roll but no there's no dice roll then it's just you're dead <laughs> yes. i uh the first time i played it which was just a couple weeks ago my um i was i was noble the first night I didn't eat any food. I was like, that, that's fine. I can go one night without food. I got a little more hungry. No big deal. I'll eat the next day. Not knowing that on the next day, I would become hungry before I had a chance to eat, and I would starve to death. That's right. And I was just immediately dead. It's called diabetes. Yes. Not not livabetes, right? It's not livabetes, guys. <laughs> I recommend to eat every day. <laughs> but, yeah, so this game for me is one... Is number two on my list just because of the fact that it's brutal. The stories are fantastic. Uh, it's a massive table eater, though. Uh, but I can't recommend this game enough. Unless you hate reading. That's true. If you hate reading, you'll hate this game. Yes, if you hate games with narratives, then this is not the game for you. But I enjoyed it. Um, my, my number two game of this year is Civilization A New Dawn. Um awesome game i love the civ series and this is it's kind of a light version of what you would expect from a civ game but the main mechanic is is a blast um getting to choose which action you take and um, determining how powerful it is based on where it sits on your on your player bar um and it's really fun when you win every time yeah hey you lost last time finally yeah hey, you both did take a yeah. turn. to me marco beat me in the, the in the second tiebreaker because he had built more wonders. No, that's not right. Yes, I built more no, wonders. No, we had the same number of wonders. That was the first tiebreaker. The second tiebreaker was land. Oh, owned. yes, you're right. Control. You owned, you owned more land than I did. You controlled more spaces than I did. And that's yeah, that's a fair tiebreaker. But I I started, I finished my objectives first. I, so I was very mad. <laughs> yeah, but because I was after you, I was able to complete it as well. And then just took the whole winning away from you and... Was yeah, crowned victor I'm, from Diana. I'm, I'm still bitter. I haven't I haven't won the game. Um, I'm still waiting for my crown, though. Your crown. Yes. I am the top nation. Where's my crown? Where's your crown, mm -hmm. King Nothing? 
um, yeah, I haven't won the game yet. I got really close, second place in the second tiebreaker, but I haven't won yet. It's going to happen one day. I'm telling you, the key is to be a merchant, not a marauder. <laughs> wait, this Focus is, on your uh, own stuff uh, and quit fighting each other. I've never fought anyone. Wait, wait, Maybe I, I think she's talking about a different game, merchants and marauders. It's just saying, that's why I won that one too. <laughs> you guys are in each other's business. If you just... Focus on your own stuff, then you, I, that's you just what I, win. I've never fought anybody. You know, this—that's like the other game. Takes two. The tango. Yeah. That's oh. true. <laughs> All right, so that's the other game, like Civ and Merchants and Marauders. The two games that we leave Diana alone and just fight, <laughs> and she's in her little corner, just developing and going back and forth, making trade routes. Yep. And then next thing we know, she's like, "Oh, by the way, guys, I win." Ten points, I win. Yeah, yeah. There's lots, lots of stuff I like. That's what happens when you don't pay attention to me. <laughs> I, um, I, I will say again, I'm sorely disappointed with the insert about that game. Um, but I am printing some, uh, some three printed insert stuffs for it. So that's um, I'm, I've gotten most of it down. I'm just working on lids at this point. Cool. All right, Diana, what's your second game? Oh man, um. I feel like my number two needs was to be. Was it Captain Sonar? Look, we're gonna get to that in a minute, but that's <laughs> that word, that game, those words are not allowed in the house. Okay. Um, ugh. So anyway, back to more pleasant things. Um, Unfair was a really, really good game um, from this year. Um, not really particularly my style of game, but I think it deserves a spot. Um, it's just super fun. Uh, the theme is awesome. It it's versatile. Yeah, that, hopefully those expansions come out soon. I want to see those four new theme parks. Right. Supposedly from Joel, he said the the one issue, Diana, you had with the game about the limited uh, uh, expansion of it was going to be fixed. Only being the, able to have five attractions. Total. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that would be awesome. Of course, it's probably gonna become a table eater if if we expand it too much but that's okay because who wants to go to a theme park with five rides or five rides slash restaurants yes or casinos and a hotel i have a one hotel one ride and three restaurants y'all stood no chance against my casinos those that thing yeah. did that one pass the todd test yeah, I liked Unfair, and it's unfair that she picked that because that was going to be my number two. So I have to think about what mine is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's not shopping time. You've made us play that game oh, so many times. That game is hilarious. That game is strictly a party game. It has no business being good, but... <laughs> <laughs> somehow it is. But somehow it is. It's app-assisted. You have a budget, and you shop for things from different years and the fun of it comes with what combinations of things you buy in that transaction like buying a tub of Vaseline from 1963 along with a baseball glove from 1922 <laughs> <laughs> was it you who got like the price exact yeah, yeah there's a lot of skill in that game and I, <laughs> I perfected it I hit it to the penny because I know things. <laughs> if, if this was Price is Right, he would have gotten a, a $100 bill. I think he's been doing way too much personal research on this game. 
So for people that don't know, it's app assisted. So there's a QR code. So you don't see a price on the card. You're purely guessing to add up the items to not go over your spending limit. And I was perfect to the penny one time. <laughs> one time. That's all it takes. <laughs> Retired after that. He's never played again. I felt like we were cashiers there just scanning away. Bloop. Bloop. Yes. Yeah. The sound effects are good. All right. Well, those are our top games, except for Todd, who... Wait. Am I, I think... supposed to say a second one? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I've got a list of games that came out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Godfather Corleone's Empire. Yeah. That's, it, that's so fun. It's a lot of fun when you can, you know, blow up your friends with a car bomb. It's great. <laughs> And then they end up in the Hudson. <laughs> and they end up in the Hudson. That was probably the best thing about that game is being able to just put put someone's player like face down in the river. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it? I'm the only Italian here, and I'm the one who hasn't played it yet. Yeah, yeah. because I feel be, like I should be. I playing think you'd it. be too. You'd be naturally too good at it. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll basically be like Fredo in The Godfather. Yes, you will die. There's no doubt. You will get the kiss of death, and the next thing I know, I'm in the lake. But it's okay because everyone comes back to life every turn, so you don't really lose anybody. It's uh, it is an extreme take that game though. Like everything you do, will kill one or several people. No wonder Todd loves it. Yes. Just like any other game that Todd and I play, there's always if there's a take that element, there becomes a world war that goes on between me and him. No matter if there's anybody else playing. <laughs> It's always me and him. Just how else can we destroy each other? Yes. For the record, we played Pathogenesis. And I did not attack Diana. <laughs> it was only a matter of time, Todd. The, no. It was going to happen. The very I saw last that look turn, in your eye. you attacked me. And I won, didn't I? <laughs> and it'll never happen again. <laughs> Challenge, <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, we should play that one again. I'm, we've, we've only played it that that well, we've only played it once. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious if the the take that is maybe too strong in that game because you can literally eliminate like you did like you did it one time and it killed, it, it it killed Todd was yeah. ruined like he couldn't do anything that next round and I'm I'm wondering if uh, if it's too much or ready to play more I don't know but I definitely want to play it again. Because it was, it was a lot of fun. I think the take that is necessary in it for people to do because we didn't hit each other the entire time. So by the yeah. end, when we had a huge pathogen, it gets destroyed. But if you're playing the game probably the way it's meant to be played, then you're losing pathogens before they grow that large and you that's, have different pathogens. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, that makes sense. Super fun game. All right, so we've talked about the games that we really loved this year. I'm going to go with the games that we just did not enjoy. I'll start this one. Okay. We're only going to do one. So, Diana, you're up. Oh, man. So, I, I, someone already mentioned it, and I still have the bad taste in my mouth. Is it? Don't say it. Don't say it, it. Don't say it. Shh. Captain Sonar. Um, so, uh, this, is, this is by far my pick for worst game of 2017, only because... It is still in existence this year, which <laughs> should be illegal in all copies. So burns. harsh. It is. It's so. I, there are no a, words. There are no words. It's how, like number ninety-two of all time right now. All time worse. It should be number one. <laughs> uh, 
I don't, I don't even like, I just, it's too much. I don't even know what to say. Like it is so terrible. So terrible. I don't, I don't know if I've ever detested something this hard in a long time. (laughs) I, I, you know, everybody has their own opinions, and sure. you know, I, I'm so glad for this because for me, like, I love that game. That game but when fun. we played it with Diana, there was so much <laughs> hatred in her eyes, <laughs> trying to be the radio control. Yeah, and then you left me alone here with her. <laughs> we did. We're like, okay, good night, guys. <laughs> there might be scars. Yeah, there might be scars. Oh, All right, man, it's just it's it's so bad. It's just it's utterly chaos and. It's just anyway. Yeah, we that's, didn't. That's it. We yeah. didn't do the easy mode for Diana, which is you know there's turns. The easy mode is yeah. put it back in the box and throw <laughs> it in the trash can. That is easy mode. So Sean, what's your least favorite game uh, this year? I don't. I don't know of a game that I played this year that came out this year that I that I don't like dislike them to say that it's my least favorite i just don't know well i have one what oh my god so this game when you open it up first off you look at the art and you're like huh that's interesting art and then you open up the box everything's so pretty there's a nice insert for sean and then all of a sudden you set it up to play and all you do is roll dice dice forge for me, I just, I can't stand behind this game as much as I want to. I mean, yes, the, the building dice mechanic is cool, but that's the only cool thing about it. You were relying way too much on luck. And while you can change your luck by replacing dice faces, I always still land on one gold or three gold when I don't need gold anymore. I need everything else, any other resource, and it's giving me gold. It's a cool idea, but those dice don't roll. Yeah, the dice are incredibly clunky. <laughs> yeah, like, like Todd said, I like the idea. I like upgrading the die. I love the insert. Yeah, and I mean, I agree with you. I love the insert. I love how they incorporated the insert in the box into the full game, which is like, oh, wow, so there's no wasted space here. But then you start playing, and this game, first off, doesn't take long to play at all. Maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour depending on how many people you have. And the limited card selection, the in dice, I just can't stand it. Yeah. I, I, I got you. I mean, I didn't enjoy that game very much. Um, I guess I didn't like it enough to, to think about really, truly disliking it. But, yeah, I, yeah, I disliked that game. It's okay. I so mean... It's... It's, Did you just say that you didn't like it enough to hate it? I didn't dislike it enough to hate it. I don't know. <laughs> I probably did. By the way, guys, stay tuned next uh, month for our Dice Forger review. <laughs> video incoming. At least it's a good video. That's right, it is. It is good. We put Sean through the ringer. Oh, oh, God. I like the insert. <laughs> All right, Todd. Okay, so the one that I liked the least, I hated the most, was one of Sean's favorites in Anachrony. That game, something about it, it takes forever to play, and I, I just can't get into it. And at the end, when I'm finished and I escape, I still have to keep playing the game. 
<laughs> it drives me crazy. I've played it twice and I've been miserable by the end of it each time. I think like the first time we tried to get you to play it, uh, unfortunately football was on at the time and you were a little disgrunt disgruntled at us for this because you hadn't watched all day and here we are, we come over to Sean and Diana's and instead of watching football, it's like, hey, let's play Anachrony. Yes, that was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Sean, you still got nothing? How about any Monopoly games that came out this year? Every Monopoly game is the same. Except for Monopoly Gamer. We won't, that doesn't count. Every <laughs> Monopoly game. What? Which one came out this year? Game, game of, of Thrones, Thrones Monopoly? Uh, that game. Were... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. We, we all know how pretty much all of us feel about Monopoly. I don't mind Monopoly. That's why I said almost all of us. You don't mind it. You also hate Captain Sonar. I said it again. <laughs> All right, and with that, that was our top games and most hated game for 2017. I think Sean's in the doghouse at this very moment. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Okay, Todd, it's time to go sit in Santa's lap and tell him what you want for Christmas this year. Oh boy, I can't wait. I'm going to tell him I want Pokemon cards, and I want Game of Thrones Monopoly. Okay, well, wait until and, you get to Santa's and, and, lap. And I want you Fantastic want Gymnastics. I want Fantastic Gymnastics, most of he all. He can ask for whatever he wants to have. Now, when it's your turn to go sit on Santa's lap, then you'll tell let him me, what you want. Let me just, let me show you, you can't how to sit in Santa's lap. You can't show him how when to you, what do you mean I can't show? You can't. It's for kids, not for grown he men. He doesn't oh, say that. You ready to come up here? Yeah, hold, hold All right, Todd, here, it's watch, your turn. Watch Todd, hold on. Oh, I'm, boy. I'm going to go first. I'm going to no, go first. No, you can't go yeah, up no, here. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go. Uh, Get back on, here. Hi, hi, Santa. Hi. Uh, you going to bring your little boy up? Uh, yeah, he'll, he's, just, he's a little scared. I'm going to show him that it's safe. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not scared. No, sir, don't sit on my lap. Oh, no, it's it's okay. Okay. What do you want for Christmas? Uh, number one thing I want this year is Gloomhaven. Can you give me Gloomhaven? Oh, uh, Gloomhaven? What's Gloomhaven? Oh, it's a it's a it's a board game. Oh, like uh, shoots and ladders. No, not like shoots and ladders. Not like no, shoots and ladders. It's not like shoots and ladders. It's not like shoots and ladders. It's uh just Gloomhaven. That's what I want. Okay, I okay, want Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. I'm 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 sure your, your elves can figure out how to make Gloomhaven. Okay. Uh, also, I want the new Fallout game. Fallout? Uh, oh, so you're talking about Scrabble? No. Not Scrabble. Not, not, not Scrabble? No. No, not Scrabble. Fallout. But, you know, just like Scrabble, you're, you're falling tiles down like that? No, Santa. No, Santa. I want, oh. I want the Fallout game. Okay, Fallout. There's quests that you do. You play with your friends. It's not. It's not about making words. Security, Security to the Santa podium. podium. Santa is being assaulted. Uh, sir, it's gonna. Uh, it's about time for you to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. Let's. Let's go. Oh jeez. Can't take you anywhere. He wanted to give me Monopoly. 
you know how I feel about that game. Seriously? What if he what if he off what if he said you're I'm gonna I'm taking all your Christmas presents? What if back? he said you're gonna get oh Captain God. Sonar? Sir, I don't know this man. You can arrest him. Come on, Todd, let's go. Daddy, this was supposed to be about me. Welcome back. In today's discussion, we're going to be talking about, in our opinions, of what in increased with the resurgence of board games as of late. Uh, we all have differences of opinions of what's going on, what has spawned this growth of board games where it had died out for us for a while, and now it's back. So what are you guys' thoughts and opinions on this? I mean, I'll um, I'll just start because this is kind of something that we um, discussed in our gaming group recently. Um, but I, I mean, thinking thinking back to not even that long ago, maybe fifteen years ago or so, um, when adults got together, they played games like Seen It and outburst. uh outburst pictionary like very simple mad gab yeah i mean very simple games right um what's that what's that game with the the beeper you can't use taboo right taboo, taboo. Yeah. don't say um, that word so now obviously it's a very different story i mean the games we play we can't always bring to a group like that but in general um, adult gaming is very, very different than what it used to be. You make it sound so dirty. No, adult, that's just you. Adult gaming. That's just you. Um, so I, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of different aspects to look at it. But one thing that I I like to think is that, <clears throat> um. The, the youth um, and kind of uh, the discussion around millennials and how kids have um, kind of come up um, to age and thinking about how isolated uh, some children have been because um, it's there was a, a time when, and it kind of still is, but um, there's a very popular uh, trend of kids just being isolated at home on their video games. Now they did bring in online gaming, which does bring some human to human interaction. Uh, but for the most part, there was a lot of, you know, just kids staying at home and they missed that socialization aspect, which I think brought some issues, um, you know, to young adults um, nowadays and a little bit before. So what I like about the resurgence of board gaming and whether this was, you know, intended or not, but I think it's having a different outcome on youth and uh, children today. They're getting more of a socialization aspect and human to human touches as opposed to just being isolated in kind of a, a, a own animated world where, you know, let's just be honest, you're shooting things up. It's not, it's not a lot of reality and right. neither are some board games, but you know, it's different when you're sunk into them by yourself and when you have, you know, a dose of reality when you're with a group of real people. Right. Yeah. You made a good point with um, 
talking about the human interaction with online games, um, but that is a very volatile community. Like, if you were to listen to the conversations that happen over headphones, as opposed to a conversation that happens when you're playing a game with board with game with gamers playing a board game, it's a it's a completely different type of interaction. I can imagine. I mean, it's all the time when you're playing a game online, Marco. You know, it's just cussing and just people saying terrible things to one another. And uh, I mean, even even when even when you're playing with your closest friends, you're saying terrible things to them. Right. So but when you're playing a board game, it's not it's not it's not that way. It's a it's a much more um, it's a much more friendly environment, much right. more welcoming. Um, so would you say that for some kids who are um, in that atmosphere of online gaming a lot when they're put into um, a social situation, they kind of don't know what to do. They don't have the tools or skills to really interact in in real social situations. Yeah, an online video game community is, is no way to learn how to interact with, with actual humans. And that's, you know, that's kind of one thing that I'm talking about is, um, you know, how many times do we go to board game nights at um, a public venue and we sit down and play games with people we've never met before? Right. And how often, you know... I mean, maybe that does happen often in online gaming, but it's, I can imagine it may be a different interaction right? um, to play online gaming with someone you don't know. You know, I completely agree. One thing I'd like to add to that, though, is also the style of board games have changed. Uh, Back in the early 2000s, 2000s, Euro games started becoming available here in the States, which weren't there before. And Euro games are more thought-provoking they are uh, less based on dice rolling yeah, and randomness random. yeah. uh, and it is brought in to to more uh, people wanting to be interested in well wow I really have to you know strategize and use tactics to you know to play a game where that was kind of lost yeah I mean games that you don't have to use your brain are not there's no lasting appeal to me I mean they're fun once every once in a while like and really not even anymore back before i was playing um the the modern uh, board games um even a game of uno like i could play that game once every year a couple years and be like okay that was you know that was okay but it never left me satisfied really it was just something to do with the family at granddad's birthday party after everyone ate you know it's it was never really something i looked forward to doing I would, I would rather go home. At, at that point, I'd much rather have, you know, I was looking forward to going home so I could play a video game. Right. Um, I completely agree. I would, too. Just like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be anti-socially social yeah. on, online. Exactly. And see, I had the opposite um, reaction because I highly look forward to uh, taking Cena to our family function and playing. And I always wanted to play it, but... The bottom line is when you've played nothing but seen it in Outburst every time. I mean, I know all the answers. It's no one (laughs) wanted to play with me anymore um, because there was a very limited choice of things that you could play with a group. And uh, after after time, you just get to know like the games just didn't change. Right. 
And, you know, that that's what the early 2000s brought upon. And if I were, uh, let me quote The Guardian here, that actually due to Euro games back in 2012, they considered the beginnings of the golden age of board games where board game, game sales have increased by over 35% and have constantly been increasing uh, since the early 2000s. Is that per year or is uh, that total? This was as of 2012. That From 2011 to 12, there was a massive increase of 35% in sales. Uh, I haven't been able to find anything recent, uh, but to say the least, because if it's, it's on the off the charts. <laughs> but, you know, this constant change in, in player attitude and, you know, socialization. Like, if I were to take us, you know, in our background, you know, we start out with board games. Yeah. You know, we start out with, you know, yes, Monopoly and all sure. those other games. But then we got into D&D. Yeah. You know, for a while in, in middle school and At high school. you and I did more. Yeah. Though. I don't know about Todd and Diana. Uh, I definitely did not play D&D. <laughs> and, then, and then when D&D died out for us, you know, what was the next step? It was we're in college, you know, we're at the bar drinking, socializing, um, playing video games on our off time. And then after that, it was became, you know, video games where we're playing, you know, each other. Well, I mean, playing, playing each other. Playing uh, against each other. WoW or Final Fantasy. Right. Yeah. You know, there was still that sense of camaraderie, you know, and, uh, socialization, but it was very limiting. And now we're here we also, are, 35, also, 34. it was soul-sucking. Yes, it was. Hours spent in front of a monitor. I mean, I can even go as far to say that when Sean and I got together, he was heavy into video games um, as opposed to now. Uh, so when we first started dating, it was when we weren't together, he was always on those headphones, constantly playing video games. And sometimes I had to pry him off um, when we wanted to go on a date or, you know, just hang out, something like that. But now, you know, it's we have something we can share together. Right. That's why I say, you know, antisocially social, because in the environment where you're actually at, you're not communicating with anybody when you're no, on a video game. Can't can't fully play. I mean, you can play. And now we have cell phones for that. That's right. Yeah, you can play video games with your significant other. It's it's possible, but it's not the same. I mean, this this is again my opinion and my experience. Um, you're playing a video game. You're playing it alone. Like, even if it's a two player game, like there's not very many of those. But most of the games. It's it's not a shared experience. Right. There are some. Sure, there are some. But every board game is a shared experience. Like I've never played one where I felt like it it wasn't like it wasn't, you know, we weren't playing together. Right. Well, even the take that games where me and Todd will go after each other, it's still a shared experience. Sure. Yeah. Um yeah, the, even though there's some hatred that goes on, oh, maybe some cussing. Yeah, the, the the it's still fun. The take that games are are tough on a marriage. <laughs> She's, you can't see this, but she is staring at Sean with a very a very sly smirk. Because I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm not. I'm just not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm not a very good loser, especially when it comes to losing to my husband because likes to cheat. because of her <laughs> husband she doesn't take it well when i'm the one that i've been i'm trying to win and i have to, I have to take her out to do it well that was a great discussion guys i think we had some very I, valid opinions yeah but before before we stop we have to talk about one of the biggest reasons 
for all of the new stuff that we see all the time, and that's Kickstarter. Oh my god, like, yes. Kickstarter, without Kickstarter, I'm not obvious I think that these games some of these games wouldn't have would have never existed. Um you know, I completely agree. Would it be because I mean, that would help with the resurgence or is it because of the resurgence that Kickstarter has become more of a viable option for indie board gamers to uh, develop I, their games? Mutually beneficial? Yeah, I think oh. I think they're working together. Um I, I don't remember where I read it, but I know um, a couple months ago that I read an article that said board games were 25% of Kickstarter's total funds raised. I mean, it's that's insane. Right. Like, they make, a, they make a lot of money. They see a lot of money going through their company. And for 25% to be coming because of board games, um, I mean, board games are easier to produce because of a service like Kickstarter. Because they don't have to have someone buy the idea first. Uh, I mean, I guess technically Kickstarter, the idea is being purchased, but it's being purchased by individuals, thousands of individuals, as opposed to one company who's going to keep all the money, you know. Um, and it's it's just made it uh, it's made it e- a little bit easier for indie publishers to to make their to, to see their dreams come true, you know, to, to get all right. their stuff published. And and I would say that crowdsourcing is a big reason why there was a resurgence in board games at all because if we still had the games just like categories and stuff like that people didn't have a big interest in that and they can use crowdsourcing as a platform where people get the games made that they want to play that's true um i mean publishers take a big risk when they sign on an, an unknown game like they might they might lose a lot of money and they can't really take a lot of, take those risks. The bigger companies, sure, they can take a few of those, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to take those big risks. So, the um, a service like Kickstarter, the crowd the crowd sourced stuff, really it puts the risk on a, several thousand individuals as opposed to just one company. So it just it makes it more um, it just makes it easier to to happen. Right. And, you know, that's a very, very valid point. You know, if we didn't have Kickstarter, or as Todd said, any of these crowd uh, sourcing sites, we wouldn't have Gloomhaven. We wouldn't have, uh, what are some of the others? Seventh Continent? Yeah, Seventh Continent coming out. Yeah. Uh, Unfair wouldn't have been, uh, you know, published. You know, you have so many great titles that never would have seen the light of day. You know, because these designers had these great ideas. Anachrony. I'm yeah. sorry, just about that. Anachrony yeah, is another one. You know, and we have to be thankful for not only the designers but our community. Yeah. You know, a community that is constantly growing. Uh, you can take a look at the numbers on, you know, how many members are in the B uh, GG uh, Facebook page. You know, you have what hundreds of thousands. You know, um, that's, that's a lot. I can't remember how many I can find out you know and it, it's just phenomenal what this community does as a as a group you know and you know I'm thankful for them you know because the interest in board games have come back for me um, I know I'm, I'm a little late to the game you know I'm you know within the past couple of years but still thank you thank you board game community yes Thank you. So, 
just real quick board game geek how many people do we have here it doesn't say never mind <laughs> all right so with that that's our discussion it was absolutely phenomenal about the resurgence of board games and guess what that's our show it's a nice quick little one uh happy holidays to everyone um i know not everybody celebrates christmas so happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah even though hanukkah just passed merry christmas to everybody Feliz navidad and a happy festivus for the rest of us that's right and uh we'll see you next year where we'll say different things in a different order bye 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 on the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 component bags, 11 wooden meeples, 10 dice for rolling, 9 Kickstarter pledges, 8 cards for drafting, 7 decks for building, 6 toss for laying, 5 packs of sleeves, 4 player boards, 3 expansions, 2 shelf units, and, and a new game under the tree. Merry Christmas, everybody.